Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to embark on part five on our six-part series of Lifestyles of the Successful. We've been talking about habits, and we've been talking about starting and ending your day, right? So much good stuff. But today, I want to talk about your home. And this is so important because our home is our place of shelter. It's our place where we recoup, recharge, renew, and get ourselves ready for our next day. And if you're not feeling happy about how your home is, I've got some really practical tips that are going to really help you. Okay, so stay tuned after this short break, and we will dive straight into it. Hey, 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 and we are back. I'm so glad that you are here with me. Make sure if this is your very first time listening, smash that subscribe, follow button. So as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it. And those of you guys who have been listening and loving it, make sure that you write a review and share this podcast with other people. Check out the notes section and this podcast. It also has an option for you to leave a voice message. Make sure that you include your name and your hometown and what you've been loving. That way I want to be able to make sure your voice is heard and that other people can also benefit from this content. Okay, as I mentioned in the intro of this episode that this is a part of a series called Lifestyle of the Successful, where we dive into your attitude and your habits and how you deal with people and how you think successful. All that good stuff is going to be included in part of a course that I'm offering. So if you are interested in getting in the waitlist for that program, make sure that you write me at podcast at denisegeely.com. That way I can make sure that you are plugged in and you can access that material if that is of interest to you. And I also just want to make sure that if you want to learn more about me, check out the links in the comment section below. You can learn more about me, hop on my mailing list, whatever you want to do. It's all available there. Okay. Before I get into this whole idea of our successful home, I've got a question to ask you. Have you ever woken up feeling tired, more tired than when you went to sleep and it doesn't matter if you were working so darn hard during the day or you got a lot accomplished you just woke up and you feel fatigued and as you opened your eyes and you looked around was there a bunch of clutter around your house your bedroom was there a bunch of clothes that needed to be put in drawers were there some pizza boxes <coughs> or plates perhaps a tv is running Perhaps you have been woken up by loud, loud sounds or perhaps too much lights blasting into your eyes. And then you just woke up and you just grabbed your cell phone and you checked all your notifications. And it seems as if the race has started even before you even got mounted and get ready to go. It's a more or less a euphemism for the idea that we are horses on a track and we're running and we're competing with other people. I just wanted to say for, for for the most of us who are listening to this podcast and just this idea that we are literally running ourselves ragged even before 
we touch our smartphones or electronic devices or step put on our work clothes or whatever uniform we have of the day and interact with people we're failing even before we start and the reason why is because our home our home is so important for us i was talking about this idea of home life with uh, some some of my friends and i asked them to describe to me what adjectives or words come to you and i'm looking at my list and peaceful tranquil safety comfort security and if that's what describes home are your words actually lining up with what you believe a home is and what's supposed to be and it's no shame no blame we're just having an honest conversation is the way you live in your home reflecting on what you believe your home is supposed to be and if that's not the case no worries okay <laughs> we're all not martha stewart or whoever interior designer or home decorating maven comes to your mind okay we're all starting from an empty slate or perhaps you were taking your cues from your family of origin when i say family of origin from your mother your dad your stepmom your stepdad or whatever and there was no there was no order it was always someone screaming and yelling and stuff was thrown up out everywhere and perhaps they were a hoarder i was talking with um a client about it he grew up in a household where his father was a professor retired professor and he for the life of him did never wanted to throw away notes his notes his students notes and he had a 35 year teaching career university professor so you can imagine all the notes that was accumulated now he kind of pared down when he moved from his their childhood home to a smaller home but there was just so much notes so much notes that you could literally put tablecloth over top of it and turn it into a end a nightstand or an end table okay it was just so much and in his mind he felt that if he was getting rid of or downsizing it was meaning that he was disrespecting his dad so home for him on the surface meant clean but really it was clutter because he could not disentangle his dad's view of holding on to things versus the impact that clutter had now inside the course lifestyle success of the successful i dive in more into detail about your home but i just want in this this time that we have together to have a brief overview about certain things that I really want to call your attention to in regards to your home, okay? And and actually that brings me to number 1 is the cost of clutter. I know this is a duh moment, but let's think about this honestly. How much is clutter really impacting you? And for a lot of us we say, yeah, it's a problem but it's not bad. Well, let's think about it this way. Okay? And I'm I'm just going to be honest and share some things <laughs> about myself to just drive down the the point home. I have been 
going through my own personal development journey in re- in regards to the clothing that I wear. I was getting very frustrated to just be the, the wardrobe that I have and the lack of versatility. And I realized that I was creating, I had a lot of clothes that could only be worn and maybe one or two combination at most. And I couldn't figure out why. I had all this clutter of so many different fabrics, so many uh, and limited uses. Why would I do it? That was clutter. I was literally impulsively buying things that suited my fancy at the moment and was costing me in terms of space. I have limited closet space, time, looking for the things I wanted, energy, energy of just kind of discerning, okay, is this appropriate or not? Or how can I use this? this fabric for this type of outfit that I want to wear. Just so much confusion. And perhaps you, if you walk around your house, identify the things that are taking up so much unneeded space. For example, I remember uh, when I think I was 19 or 20, I forgot how, how old I was, but I'll never forget how one of the, my, my dad's secretary or somebody I uh, gifted my dad for his birthday a bread maker. And I can only count how many times on my loved hand, how many times my dad used that bread maker. And I remember when he finally moved to North Carolina, I never saw the bread maker again. So for a lot of us, we're holding on to things that if we were just to be totally honest, may have some sentimental value at the moment, but it has zero utility. So for that... As a part of that, I would urge you that if you want to hold on to it, you gift it to someone that you know and you love, right? Or you take a photo of it. <laughs> or even better, don't accept the gift. Now, I'm, you may be thinking, oh my goodness, that's so mean. Well, think about it. Do you really think the person that gave you the gift wants you to have their gift permanently in your storage box or collecting dust somewhere? I highly doubt that. So this whole idea of the cost of clutter comes with remedies. And the remedy is, let's see if we can gift it to somebody else, donate it, or better yet, not even accepting it. There's no reason why we need to hold on to stuff. And while I'm holding on to stuff, we're talking about that issue. I do want to say, for too many of us are holding on to feelings, negative energy, that we have come from our work or from our kids or from where we got and we bring it home, we unpack the anger and the resentment, the frustration, and we unleash it to unsuspecting victims like our dog or somebody else that we care about because we weren't properly able to diffuse it and use our home to help us decompress instead of exploding and vomiting all our emotions out there and amazing attitude goes more into detail amazing attitude you can check that on my website denisegeelee.com but anyway i just wanted to say this because i think you all need to hear this is that your feelings have a way of leaking out one way or another and the our home can help us recharge from all the anxiety and the stress and the angst and all that stuff, okay? So I don't want you to believe for a second that you can just 
put your resentment and your anger or whatever in a box and then slam it away because it's going to reflect into the things that you buy, how you treat your home, okay? How you are able to find calm and peace in your home. And perhaps you don't even know what calm and peace in your home looks like because your, your home, believe it or not, is an outward reflection of how you feel about yourself inward. Thinking about those of you guys who are fearful of dirt and crumbs and stuff like that. Then you're going to try to have your home strive to look like a laboratory, okay? Devoid of all objects, devoid of all feelings, devoid of anything. Clutter must be zapped away instantly. Now, if you got the time and energy or you hire a maid or whatever to make sure that it's organized all the time, all day, every day, that's awesome. But if you're doing it to the point where you're trying to feel calm inward, that's delving into obsessive compulsive disorder, okay? And I don't want, I think TV has tried to glamorize it and make it look cute. I remember USA Network had a program called Monk, and it was about this detective whose wife died and he he couldn't perform well in his job and he had to end up resigning and they they try to make it comedic all his tendencies and idiosyncrasies but it wasn't funny at all and I know this is a little bit sidebar but I just had to say that please do not think it's just by accident you put your whole Put certain things in your home in certain ways. It didn't happen by design, okay? So as you're looking at things, okay, I also want you to ask yourself, are the things that I have around my house functional or a failure? I'll repeat that again. Functional or a failure? Because for a lot of us, we just repeat and replicate the things that we saw from our family of origin, right? We didn't really think or question the utility of it. And we just by assume think that it functions because otherwise, why would our parents, why would the people in our family have it this way? We never wanted to ask ourselves the deeper question as of, wait a minute, maybe they were doing it out of their own failed belief system and I'm inheriting their failed belief system and creating a bigger mess. And I'm not trying, again, no shame, no blame. We're just calling the balls and stripes as it is. You may find yourself repeating things on loop that never belong to you. So look, look around your home. Ask yourself, what, what is going on in it? Is it really working for you or is it working against you? That's going to really help you if you need to eliminate certain things, reorganize certain things. That's a really good basic thing. And I also, as we're talking about this, I want to drop the drama out of this. So many times over the years, I've talked with clients and not, I'm not an interior designer. Okay. This is not an interior designer talk. This is a talk about functionality, harmony, and peace. Right. And they say, Oh no, 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 no. I can't do this. You see, it's my husband's fault. It's my partner's fault. It's the dog's fault. It's blob. I'm too busy. Blah, blah. Like I, honey, honey, Let's drop this drama, okay? Let's ask ourselves really right now, what is in our control? What do we have power over? And let's stop this whole victim thing. 
I know we live in a culture and society where everyone seems to be thriving off who is a victim du jour. Okay, who's to blame? It's not our fault. It's blah, blah, blah's fault. Okay, now that may seem cute and all because it's been popularized and monetized. But if you want to thrive in your life, in all areas of your life, okay, we're going to have to drop this whole attitude that it sucks, but what are you going to do? Okay, you can do a lot. You can take, like I mentioned in the earlier part of our time talking, that you can take inventory, okay? You can ask for help. And you can have, if there's more than one person living with you, it's time to have a family meeting. So many times I've talked with clients over the years about certain type of disorder or dysfunction in the household or whatever issue. Usually you've got, (laughs) co-conspirators that also thrive off the insanity okay now you may not have realized that other people are also contributing within your home but you guys are all working under a commune where everyone's behavior kind of spills over and we react on one person's behavior and we do actions and for example i was thinking about a particular object in my home we have this fire, Amazon Fire Stick that brings up the Prime Prime videos and the TV and all and all of that. And I remember that for we had the biggest drama in the world where because the the remote control for the Fire Stick was so small, it would get lost in the cracks of the the TV, and my husband or my son they would get. I upset and they would spend all this time saying, where's the remote? Where's the remote? I can't find the remote. Why can't find the remote? And my husband got so irritated by this. He went and he just grabbed a ruler and taped it. (laughs) He taped it to the back of the fire stick so that there was no excuse for him not being able to see it. Imagine this bolding ruler popping out of the, somewhere on the crack of a couch. It's impossible. So, we, my dear, have the power to drop the drama and find solutions that it may be crude, but it works. And obviously, we're always looking for permanent solutions, but we still can be able to find solutions that work for us right now. And let's be honest, some of us want to keep the drama of being saying, oh, I can't find this. Oh, I can't locate this, blah, blah, blah. And then we haven't really asked ourselves, how can we make this simple and easy so that you can be able to do what you need to do within the home? Remember how I talked about in the beginning of our time with one another about imagine you wake up and you're just feeling so tired and so exhausted and the light is coming out and the phone is Okay, let's think about this. Perhaps we need to have some blackout curtains. Okay, perhaps it's time that we stop bringing our cell phone into our room. And if you must have your cell phone into your room, perhaps you can be able to disable notifications except for people who you designate as your VIPs. Everybody who wants your time, okay, doesn't need your time right then and there. You can be able, my dear, to set boundaries 
Again, this is more of a, an amazing attitude. But, but I believe that you can set some boundaries so that you can have your tranquility. So that you can have your peace. Okay? Maybe there's a lot of clutter around you. Okay? Again, let's take inventory and see what is necessary and what is needed around your home. For a lot of us, we're holding on to relics of the past that have far exhausted its use or its necessity. And just because you may not want to be using their certain knickknacks from Aunt May, Aunt May doesn't live with you, okay? And she may have heart feelings from her own wounded child, inner child, okay? That doesn't mean that you as an adult get to abdicate your role as an adult. Oftentimes, we hold on to so many things that are relics, that are relics that you don't need. Kind of reminds me, I remember when I first got married, I bought a China china cabinet with china real china bone china and a buffet table and you know why i bought that it was because it was a throwback to my own childhood because everyone had that but guess what and the as i'm recording this in 2022 is even better than that but when i first got married okay 10 years ago a lot of the new homes had built-in cabinetry so that you didn't need a buffet table. So you didn't need a china cabinet. You've got enough cabinet spaces. We need to be asking ourselves in our present day right now, is it really needed? Is it really necess- necessity? If I'm, Am I really hurting the feelings of certain people? Really? Honestly? Look, here's the deal. Most of us, we're so preoccupied of feelings of other people who are more or less preoccupied with other insecurities of themselves. So you're not doing yourself nor that other person any favors by holding on to things that cause you stress, frustration, and worry. It's just as simple as that. And I've got some exercises within the Lifestyle Successful Program that dive in a little bit more about how can we declutter, add more joy, and decrease the stress within our home. So make sure that you dial into that, okay? But for our time right now, I just want you to really examine that. Because success, this is so important because successful people set themselves up for success in all areas of their life, okay? All areas of life, meaning we're doing the hard work, but it's rewarding because the payoff is less anxiety, right? More harmony, less frustration, more feelings of success and harmony. So there is so much more to be gained than holding on to things that don't really work. Well, you tell me, I got a question. You tell me, what are you doing right now that's going to be able to amp up your happy and successful home. I love to hear from you. Okay. As always, I just enjoy our time with one another. As a friendly recap, I just want to let you know that you can and will achieve what you want as long as your desire to achieve is higher than your fear of failure. Okay. 
If you like this podcast, make sure that you share this with somebody else and make sure that you write a review if you've been really loving these podcasts. Okay, well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.